This is an interview with Cynthia Hicks, whose family won $3.2 million from the Florida State Lottery in 1989. It was actually one of the first ever jackpot wins in the state of Florida. In this interview, we got to discuss all kinds of things, such as how this lottery win changed her family's life and what it was like to win. Now, she's very much into visualization. Her story is fascinating. She actually believed that she was going to win the lottery before her 16th birthday, and then she won on that exact date. You're going to want to listen to the end of the interview where she gives her advice on the quickest way to manifest something, even perhaps a lottery jackpot, into your life. Without further ado, let's get to it now. Here is my podcast interview with Cynthia Hicks. So I'm here with Cynthia Hicks, who her family won the Florida lottery in 1989. Her story is absolutely fascinating. Cynthia how are you doing today? Thank you so much for taking the time. I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you for being here. What exactly did, did your family win, and, and how did that happen? Um, so we won $3.2 million. Um, the jackpot itself was $9.6. Um, two other people were winners, too. And um, so that ended up us having three point two. What kind of game was it? Was it was the Florida it, Lottery and is it was the Florida Lotto. It was the original Florida Lottery game at the time. Cuz um years ago there was only one game that they had. Well, first of all, let's start from the beginning. You were 16 years old at the time and your mother won the lottery. I was as reading this and she played a set of numbers is is that what what happened so what happened i was um 15 years old and i was really wanting a car for my 16th birthday so two months before my 16th birthday uh, my parents and i had a saying hey am i still getting that car for my 16th birthday and at that moment um, my dad says no you're not getting it i had to go buy something so um, that amount of money was used. So my mom, trying to calm me down, said, you know, just calm down because I was 15 years old. I was very, very, very upset because I was told for years, you're going to get a car, you know. So my, my feelings were hurt. Um, so she called me. She said, come on in the house because we was in the car in the garage just getting home. And we went in the house and she said, I have a plan. She said, don't worry, we're going to win the Florida Lottery on your birthday. And me being 15 years old, you believe what your mom says, and I had no doubt. So we continued on for two months right before we went to bed with pray. And then after I would leave my mom's room after we prayed every night before bed, I would go to my room and get ready to sleep. And before I would go to sleep, I had this routine myself. It was me visualizing that we won. That's what we did for two months. Including in that, after it got closer to my birthday, people would say, Cynthia, what are you getting for your 16th birthday? And I said, oh, I'm getting a car. And they was like, well, how are you going to do that? And I said, um, we're going to win the Florida lottery. And they, they really thought we were crazy or really thought I was, but the level of faith 
and belief was out of this world. I didn't care if they didn't believe me because I believed it so much. And I think it had something to do with the fact that I was young and you believe what your parents say. Hmm. The night before the drawing, my mother had the lottery slips and she randomly picked the numbers and she had a total of 15 tickets and I watched her every one of them she would just it would just fly she she didn't hesitate she didn't think about it she just she, it just flowed so that night of my birthday we actually watched it on the news and we ended up waiting a few minutes to to look at the numbers even though we really thought we was on the win all three of us my dad my mom and myself thought we were still going to win, but we had like an emergency in the community. We had to make sure they were okay. So we came back and she went through them and it was the 13th ticket that she had picked randomly herself. And that's when shock, we were, we were so surprised, even though we believed it when the moment hit, it was so euphoric, so unreal. And it took us probably 30 minutes to calm down. And the only reason why I calmed down a little bit is my dad felt like he was about to have a heart attack. So anyway, so then we had a family meeting and he was like, okay, let's calm down. Um, we got to think about this. You can't just go around telling people we won. We have to, you know, be smart about it. You don't know. So we went, that was Saturday night years ago. The, the only drawing was that one Saturday night. Um, so Sunday morning, we went to church as normal. I went, couldn't stand it. I wanted to tell everybody. And I was so excited I was getting my car. And I set out and I was talking to my cousin before the church service. And, and I said, hey, guess what? <laughs> I said, I'm getting that car I always wanted. And she's like, yeah, right. I said, you just wait and see. So, so church went. Um, was finished and we went home but that night we didn't go to church and we always went to church whenever the doors were open um, we went over to my grandmother's house she was the only one we told before we went the next day <clears throat> and um so we told her and while we were sitting there sunday night on her couch we were actually watching the news coverage at the little champ store that we bought it from so the next morning at four o'clock in the morning, we go straight to Tallahassee and um, it was all over our little community at that point. Somebody in Hilliard won the lottery at Little Champ. So I was, I lived in Hilliard. My school was in Callahan and my principal said, Cynthia is not here. She never misses school. She was telling us, oh, she was, they were going to win the lottery. I think they might have won it. So he started looking at the previews um, to the news conference, and he seen us. Um, so he actually had a feeling, and so he went and brought the kids out there, and my classmates watched me while, while we was at the news conference because um, we claimed it right when we got there. It was around 8, 8.30. And um, they told us a few hours later, hey, I need you to do the interview at 11 o'clock. So it was like, okay. Was it required to claim it 
publicly? No. Now, you ha- you cannot be anonymous in Florida to this day. The only reason why we did the news conference is they recommended us going and get that over with because if you didn't, they were going to go to your home and, you know, just keep on until they got an interview. So it was so, like just going to get it over with. Yeah, so, so you didn't have to do the, the news conference, but you did have to claim it publicly. Yes. I know what it was like for me, but f- for you guys, for you at the time, I mean, did you guys feel like, like deer in headlights or? Yeah, it, everything was so unreal. And when I found out that we had to be on the news, I was very nervous because I was extremely shy. Um, but they was like, oh, it's no big deal. So it really wasn't that big of a deal. And it was fun and playful and joking and um, it didn't last, but maybe 15, 20 minutes. So it wasn't no big deal, but yes, it was, it was very, you know, I was very scared at that point. It was because we had no idea when we went, we thought we was just going to claim it, go home and no big deal. We didn't know there was going to be that much coverage because this was years ago. Hmm. You know, we knew nobody at that time that had won the lottery. So we didn't know what all happens when you win. And this was one of the first lottery wins ever in the state of Florida, at least. Is that right? Um, the Florida lottery, I think, had been going on maybe a year. So it was mm-hmm. like very new. So it was a talked about subject about gambling, especially in the churches. Every sermon for for years in that area was no gambling. If you play the lottery, you're a sinner. <laughs> Um, so it was kind of taboo for my mom to even be playing it. And she did not let nobody in the church that we was at know that she was playing it. So wow, it was a shock. That's fascinating. And this publicity that you received, did it change any relationships when they found out that you won? Really, the publicity wasn't that bad. Um, it died down fast. It was like, okay, let's who, know who it is and move on. Now, in the community, everybody referred to my mom as the millionaire um, at the time. So she had a little nickname at the time because it was a small community. Um, but it really wasn't that big of a deal. It was just small town news, you know, nothing big. Nothing big except for $3 million. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, the, the thing that um, surprised everybody was the fact that we planned it. It was on the date. And that was the whole purpose, you know, like we wanted that car because we live so far out. It was kind of an inconvenience for my parents to take me to school every morning. So they really wanted me to have a car, too, because then that frees them up to go to their jobs and stuff like that. So that is really, really fascinating. You actually won your family won on your birthday, on your 16th birthday. Yes. That's incredible. How did yeah. that feel when put all this energy into it, spoke about it happening, and then it actually happened? I mean, how did that feel? Was that it just... was um, it was unreal and amazing, and I I had no words for it other than you know we prayed and it was given to us. Um, but the fact that it actually happened like that was amazing and i knew there was more to it than at that time that we could comprehend 
I knew there was more to it, but we just couldn't comprehend the big picture. Did your parents and other people believe that, that this was going to happen before it did? No, no. They <laughs> really, people thought we were just crazy. You know, they probably, a lot of people laughed at me to my face and I didn't even care, even though normally bullying or, you know, picking at that time would bother me. I just knew it was like, don't even argue with me. I just knew it was a deep down faith. You're on TikTok for people that that aren't familiar. And you have made a few posts on there about the lottery win on your page. And you referenced in one of them that you believe, well, more than one of them, that you believe in manifestation and that, yes. that you are familiar with the, the secret yes. that back in 1989, you, you weren't familiar with any of this stuff, but you now believe that this is what happened, that this was manifestation. Yes, so, yes. Yeah, what are your thoughts on that? Now I have just totally jumped into the manifesting world because now it's starting everything is starting to make sense um i'm getting better and better manifesting stuff that i want and from what i understand and what i've learned from my personal experience is first of all you can't be in fear you cannot be angry um, you cannot be resentful you have to have a calm mind and a lot of times the, the best way that I can manifest is right before I wake up, like when I'm about to get out of the bed after I sleep because my, my mind is calm, my brain is calm, or right before I go to sleep. And it started making sense to me because you hear all these people talking about how important meditation is. Well, meditation is about calming your brain waves down. And so, and then when I was 15 and 16, I, that's what I, were, I was doing was I was calming my brainwaves down and I was visualizing. Um, so the calmer your mind is, to me, the easier you can to manifest. And that's what a lot of creators, um, people who talk about law of attraction, that's what they mean. You got to be calm alpha waves and theta waves that's the slower brain waves that's the best state to be in to manifest my manifestations are really starting to come in more because i am practicing slower brain waves what other things have you m manifested well i've manifested a lot but i didn't know what i was doing so when i was 14 I would manifest, oh, Cynthia's skinny in my, my mind. And I actually lost a lot of weight, like within months. I was able to manifest that. And I was doing the same thing. But um, here lately, the biggest thing I've manifested is my, my business. Um, I retired from respiratory and I started my own cafe um, coffee shop. And it's actually named after me. We're on three years now. I use manifestations a lot of times because, you know, it takes a while for your business to really take off. And throughout our journey, we would have hiccups. 
and I would I would just go into this manifestation. And what I noticed was when I was like feeling like rock bottom, when I didn't have anything left in me, uh, the bank account was getting low. It really started making me focus. And you get humble and you start calming your brainwaves down. And when you pray in that state, it's the same thing as visualizing in that state of mind. When you're that focused and you're that humble, that is when manifestations happen. Um, so I really started piecing it together in um, 2020. So our storefront was open at the end of 2019. And within months of being open, we was hit with COVID. So. We was just getting started when COVID happened and everything I put in, I put in my 401k, everything I had, I put in this business and I had nothing to give. Hmm. My, I had already retired from respiratory. I didn't want to go back. Um, my, my shoulders were really bad at the time. I had to have shoulder surgery. So physically, I just didn't feel like I could keep on with the pace of respiratory. So I put everything I had into my business. And so when I about started losing it, I started understanding how powerful manifestations are because I had nothing to lose at that point. I was already right bottom. Um, so that's when I really started focusing on manifestations. And I was trying to remember, like, what did we do? What did we do? I know I know we won the lottery because of visualization. So I just started tapping into that energy and um, it really started turning our business around and I can guarantee it was manifestation. There would be times when we we barely had enough to keep the checking account open and then something came in. It was like, where did that come from? Manifesting is real. You just have to be in the right state to create. I want to get to your advice on how to get to that state. In, in a little bit, but when when you did find out that you won years ago when you're watching the the television with with your family, did people I mean, w- was everyone in a complete state of shock? Were you hugging each other, cheering each other? Were you, um, you know, what happened? For the majority, everybody was so excited. Um, the fact that somebody they knew won was exciting um and then people would say you know it's really crazy that this really happened not only did you win but you won on the exact date that you wanted to win so just like us we were still trying to take it in even though in your mind you believe it but when it actually comes reality that's a whole another level of understanding i imagine it was yeah very very surreal from your perception when you were 16 years old and and from from your recollection do you know how they handled i mean i assume you weren't responsible for all all this money but do you know how they handled that type of thing did they invest it or oh so what ended up happening um was my mom and dad did have a rocky marriage um it was up and down up and down And when this happened, they were already to the point, this was like 17 years into their marriage. They was already to the point where they felt like they were about done 
but my mom financially couldn't leave and so when this happened they ended up splitting and so then in the state of florida anything you acquire other than um like the lottery the lottery is what you acquire while you're married um that was split in half uh, my mom lived a very comfortable life and my dad um was in real estate he had just mm finished real estate school a few years before. So he took the money and, and invested his, his share. His money grew, his, he, he bought land and stuff like that. He knew how to invest it. He did not trust the stock markets. He invested in land. Wow. How, how would you say that the wind changed, changed your life? I feel like um, it made me think that anything is possible and any kind of challenge can be figured out. And, you know, life can be magical. You never know what's going to happen. It can be magical. Yeah, it's very, very well said. For someone out there that, that hopes to manifest anything in life, including a, a lottery win, what would be your advice for them? Um, I would say take the time every morning when you wake up to have time to yourself to calm yourself down. Journaling, writing affirmations, having time to yourself just to calm yourself. The best state to be in is in the calm mind. Now, it's hard when you're working and you're tired and you got to come home and feed the kids and everything, but you still need to find time to have quiet time. Uh, my quiet time is early in the morning and late at night. But I try to fit those times in because if you don't, you just get so stressed. And when you're stressed, you're not going to be able to manifest positive things. You're going to manifest chaos. So if you're in a state of stress all the time, your life is going to be chaos. But if you can find at least one part of the day just to calm your mind and just write out some positive affirmations, um, it will benefit your life if you do not want your life to be chaos and you want to bring in positive things. Before you won in 1989, did you pray and have things happen that, that reinforced your belief system in that in God and, and that sort of thing? or Yes. The only thing I can remember is I just always used to visualize a lot right before I go to sleep. And um, like I said, I was getting older. I was like 13, 14, and I was ready to lose weight. And I was visualizing and manifesting them, but I didn't even know it. At that time, I'm a teenager, so I'm not that stressed because I don't have to go to work. I don't. I don't have to take care of a child. Um, so my state of mind was not like an active brain. I was more of a calm child. So it was easy for me to get in that state right before I went to sleep. So I can look back and say I definitely use visualization when I was losing weight. I, I had lost like 30 pounds in three months when I was like 13, 14 years old. What do you tell someone that might not believe in that sort of thing where they just you know, they haven't experienced something like that or they, you know, they, they don't, they're skeptical. What, what would you tell someone? You cannot, you cannot get anybody to believe what they don't want to believe. 
and whatever they believe is right. So me believing manifestations right to me, if you don't believe in manifestations and you believe hard work is on a do everything, then that's what's going to happen to them. But if people are open to possibilities, then I can, you can work with that, you know, but you have to be open. If somebody's just to- totally closed off, there's nothing you can do to change their mind. It sounds like this lottery win really, really changed the, the life of your, your family in very big ways. In your opinion, does, does money buy happiness? Money doesn't buy happiness, but if you're happy <laughs> with more money, you're going to be even more happier. But you have to be happy inside no matter what. Money's not going to change your happiness. Three million in 1989 is now a lot more it, than three million today. Yes, it went further than it would today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the cost of living was totally different. So if someone, for someone that wins a substantial prize nowadays that might be watching this video that might, that might win, I mean, what, what advice would you give to them? Um, I would say if you won a big amount, I would get a living trust. And before I signed the back of the ticket, I would get an attorney and um, be guided through that because if you win a big amount, there's going to be so many scammers. <laughs> Do not sign it. Take um, take your time. Call an attorney so you can do a living trust. So that way, um, if you do a living trust, you can't be sued as, as easily either. Um, but definitely call an attorney that you trust. When your family won when you were 16, did your friends just think you were the coolest person? person ever or were they jealous how, how did they react um for the most part everybody was happy um at my school i was one uh i was like one of three people that had a car so a lot of people i was driving people home and stuff like that because if i had money we was going to go taco bell and i was going to feed everybody you know so in the end um there there was probably a couple people that was jealous and I don't blame them but for the most part everybody it wasn't no big deal Cynthia has a car Cynthia has a little bit of money let's go Taco Bell you know so they they were supportive they were supportive do you have other other secret tips for people that are watching this that are really into manifestation that believe in manifestation how what's the quickest way that they can manifest something into their life I would first say, be careful what you listen to. Be careful what you speak. Um, The drama TV, I don't think drama TV is good for your manifestation. When you're so excited about drama, it's really hard to manifest. But if you concentrate on a drama-free life, uh, try your emotions. You want to pay attention to how you feel. If it doesn't feel good, try to figure out how to change the way you're feeling. You don't want to feel poor. You don't want to feel jealous. Um, If somebody is receiving something near you, you need to say, oh, I'm about to receive something too. You need to turn it around instead of being jealous, say, oh, I'm next. Your state of mind, I mean, just pay attention to the way you feel because Whatever you feel is what you're going to receive. And at first, it's going to be hard. 
but a good feeling to have is just happiness have happiness it's coming i'm fine everything works out for me that was my affirmation for years when everything was going wrong i would say everything's working out for me and it did um sometimes you don't have to be um you don't have to fill in the details as much just focus on everything's working out for me and i'm happy but if you find you're mad or you're jealous or you're sad you feel poor try to stop and go what can i do to feel happy like when i'm doing my affirmations in the morning i will grab a pair of headphones and put on music i love or or i like listen to dr joe dispenza um mm -hmm. anybody um positive i listen to abraham hicks if you're having a bad day put your headphones on and listen to something positive to get your emotions back positive if you can do positive feelings 80 percent of the time you're doing good but you want to be aware of how you feel you want to pay attention to the way you feel because the way you feel is what you're going to receive that's that's very very interesting and i am familiar with those two people that you mentioned but i do have to ask you any relation between you and abraham hicks no no <laughs> just the, no. the same the same last same wonderful last name yeah no 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 can <laughs> yeah great great person though Mm -hmm. And you are on, on TikTok. Where, where can people find you on TikTok? Um, I'm Earl Chick 73. Earl uh, Chick. Okay. And we will put a link to that below in the, yeah. in the description. And um, I started the TikTok to, um, to share my videos that my dad had. And then I started getting more and more into manifestations myself. And I was like, well, maybe I should start doing that. So that's how, the TikTok thing came about was at first I was like, you know, let me remember my dad. And then it turned into maybe I can help somebody, even if it's just one person to change their, their day, you know, be happy. Um, I felt like, you know, I might as well see if I can help somebody, you know, if they're having a bad day. Well, it's a very inspiring positive page so that, thank that, you yeah yeah no, thank and thank you so much for coming on today um is there is there anything that you wanted to to say today that i don't know enough to ask or the, or that you just wanted to say um i'm just uh, i'm just gonna say you know um life doesn't have to be hard um sometimes you're having a bad outlook you're having a bad bad few months or whatever um some of my most powerful manifestations have created from being rock bottom so if you're rock bottom and you're having a bad day bad month bad year do not give up just get focused because something powerful happens when you are rock bottom your whole life can change within days hours months just by changing the way you feel inside you know don't give up don't give up well, that's that's very very inspiring and, and how do you suggest that you change the way you feel inside music 
reading, um, listening to positive people, listen to positive television shows, going out in nature, um, meditating, any kind of meditation. Um, there's different forms of meditation. You don't have to do a traditional meditation. As um, soon as you close your eyes, just closing your eyes and being quiet starts calming your brain waves down. Um, so there's many ways to change your vibration just by just calming down. So tell me about the time that you won in 1999. Sure, yeah. Well, it was, it's one of the most life-changing things that, that ever happened to me. I was 21 years old at the time, and I had this dream a few months prior to winning. Within the dream, I had already won. Yeah. And so I felt that... After having that dream, I really believed that it, that it was going to happen because I had had other dreams about things that had come true, and I could sort of tell the difference. I felt a difference within the dreams where this sounds kind of crazy, but I felt as if sort of like, I don't want to say an out-of-body experience, but you know, I felt as if it was a different sensation. And I believed very strongly after this happened that, that it was going to happen, and told coworkers and friends and the the day that it actually did happen I after looking at the numbers I really believed that that particular ticket was going to win and I told people and a lot of people thought I was joking but and I you know but it, but I won it was very very surreal it was just yeah. it's a crazy thing so it's very fascinating to to meet and interview other people like yourself who have had yeah. similar experiences yeah that's amazing that is so amazing Oh, oh, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's, so had you had ever played the lottery before your dream? Uh, very rare. No, not really. Not much. A little bit, yeah. but yeah, very that's rarely. Very, that's very fascinating that you just had that dream. That's amazing. Yeah, I was seeking inspiration and I was okay. sort of asking the universe or God go. for, for an answer. There you go. I Not specifically that. about the lottery. It's just that that popped into the dream, and then I believed that that was. I believe that that makes so much sense now because you asked God, you asked the universe, I need something. So, so they the universe knew what you needed. Yeah, and it's it's just incredible to meet other people also that have yeah. had similar yeah. experiences, and it does does happen to quite a few people i just interviewed yes. someone that won it was a million pounds in the in the uk but he uh-huh. uh, believes he wrote out a check to himself for a million yes. pounds two or three years later he won and he said that he was going to do this by his by a certain birthday and then oh, it was okay. right right before this birthday that it that he won that exact amount yes yes i believe it's real i believe that is possible. And it happens. I believe it. Yeah. And we're proof. <laughs> and yeah. he's proof. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, it's fascinating. Thanks for telling me your story. Yeah, of course. I was curious about that. Yeah. Well, your story is very, very inspiring, and it's very, very positive. I really, really appreciate you coming on to this podcast and, and speaking Thank with you. me today. I really appreciate it, Cynthia. And for anyone watching or listening, you're going to want to check out her um, TikTok page. But Cynthia, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. 
So that was my interview with Cynthia Hicks. Now, if you want to watch this interview or any other interview on this podcast, I will put a link to the YouTube channel for this podcast, Lottery Dreams and Fortune, below. As always, thank you so much for listening, and thank you for your support.